I'm Mary, and this is the Wicked Cruel Podcast, uh, episode 17. Yay! We are... Almost legal. (laughs) (laughs) We're recording a day late. We normally try to record, like... Anytime before Monday. Well, technically, (laughs) yeah, today's Monday, so technically the podcast should have gone out today. Yep. But you know what? It's okay, because we're like, we go with the flow. Yes. And we are reunited. Yes. And it feels so good. Right? Yes. We are together once again. Yes. In the same room. Oh, my God. So. Yeah. Because, yeah, Vilma was having, like, headphone issues the last time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. But this is much better. And really we are is. back and ready. We ate pizza. Yes. We got the farts now. Yeah. Lactose intolerant. <laughs> but it's worth it. Because I'm allergic to dairy. It is so worth it, though. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I don't care what happens after I eat the pizza. I just no. want to eat the pizza. There's just like pizza is not like a date night thing with like a new person. Right. Yeah. That's like a. Let's save it for your until you're comfortable. Until you're comfortable and you can be like, hey, guess what? if that's how you toot that's pretty cute girl i wish (laughs) listen i wish but mine normally sound like a man so whatever we're all we all fart i don't know why it's such like a crazy thing it's a funny noise i don't know it's so funny (laughs) it's so fucking funny (laughs) it's it's got to be funny because they make whoopee cushions that's the whole point and that slime that sounds like farts oh yeah so (laughs) Obviously, everybody thinks it's funny. Absolutely. Welcome to our podcast about oh, yeah. farts. We talk about farting. <laughs> we talk about pooping. We had a realtor come and I didn't want, I was like, we can't poop like 30 minutes before she gets here because I don't want the house to smell like poop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though we have spray and stuff, but still, that wasn't good enough in my head. So <laughs> as she's sitting there, my stomach is like, <laughs> hold it, hold and it. And I'm like thinking like, bitch, you better stop. <laughs> the second she left, I was like, done. I was like, please don't have to come back inside for anything because I will not be there. That's funny. But that's so, my life. True crime. That's what this podcast is about. And weird stuff. Yeah. Witchy. Yep. Paranormal. Which... Which witch? Which, <laughs> pun intended, I don't feel like we do enough witchy stories because I'm thinking that maybe we'll, we need to start making a few of like the main stories witchy mm-hmm. stories because they're long. Yeah, they are long. Some are super long and I'm like, I can't fit this into a mini. It would into be like a, a four hour podcast well. and I don't have the space on Anchor for that. <laughs> they would start charging. So Anchor is great, by the way. <laughs> if you're listening, Anchor. You know what? We probably should redo that Anchor ad. It's always placed in the weirdest spot. I don't know. I feel like the placement the last couple of times wasn't so weird. But I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I disagree. <laughs> it just throws me off. It just pisses me off. And it's our own podcast. Right? Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, shut up. God, who wants to hear ads? Right. It's like, thanks for the... 25 cents <laughs> how much have we made like four dollars that's pretty cool about actually <laughs> honestly seriously i think we're at like 375 or something let's Boy. buy coffee, let's buy coffee. <laughs> we will spend it all in one place we will. oh yeah all right what you got you're um, the main yes I'm okay so uh, the year is 2012 um the person his name is Aruj Khan. Okay. Um, he was a 46-year-old man living in Illinois. Aruj was a native of India, but moved to Chicago in the late 1980s. 
And he was married to his second wife, Shabana Ansari. And he had a teenage daughter named Jasmine from a previous marriage. Okay. So let me tell you about Mr. Khan. He was a hard worker, uh, a true businessman. He operated several successful dry cleaning businesses with his wife. And then he also owned several properties. So he was doing pretty good for himself. His business was successful. Um, He did have one guilty pleasure, though. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's something that millions of Americans do. She's like making love to me with her no. eyes when she says like guilty pleasure. I'm no. like, what is this? Uh, he played the lottery. Oh, <laughs> that was <a> guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so risque. So sometimes he would win big, like hundreds of dollars. And then other times, no, nothing. <laughs> so I used to budget for scratch offs. No. I used to have scratch off like residue all up in my car. Oh my God. Uh-huh. You have a gambling problem. If I lived in Oklahoma, I would. My sister lives in Oklahoma and I 100% would. I think I would probably have a gambling mm-hmm. problem because... Do you remember when we went to the casino? Mm-hmm. I had a rush. Like, yes. I wasn't even drinking. I the, was drinking no, hot chocolate. No, the <laughs> smells, the sound, yeah. the air. It's just, it's, yeah, it's intoxicating. I remember that I night know. as if I were on drugs. Like, it was all a blur. <laughs> <laughs> the sounds, the lights. Yes. Oh, yeah. I it know. was fun. This is why we live two and a half hours from the nearest <laughs> casino. Right. Because we're lazy. <laughs> we won't drive. <laughs> So he was into the the scratchers. Um, He did try to give up gambling at one point to live a more virtuous life. Mm -hmm. So he was cutting back on buying the the scratchers. But in the summer of 2012, he decided to buy two more scratch-off tickets at a 7-Eleven in Chicago's far north side. And he scratched the first one, bust. He scratched the second one... And guess what? He won. He won a million dollars. Oh, my the, God. Yeah. The Illinois Lottery reported that Rouge shouted repeatedly, I hit a million. I hit a million. <laughs> I would just like, throw up. Can I would you literally imagine? just throw up all over the ticket, and then it wouldn't even be right? <laughs> so I just, I always, sometimes when I'm, like, in a bad headspace or, like, feeling down or sad or something, I imagine, like, what I would do if I won a million dollars. And then I'm, like, so happy because I'm, like, that, oh, that wait. was a great life that I had in my daydream. <laughs> I was, like, that would make me more depressed because then I'd be, like, oh, wait, no, I don't live, I don't live in that reality. Wake up. <laughs> um, so Uruj opted for the lump sum payment of $600,000, which was about 425000 after taxes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's still a lot of money. So much right? money, yeah. Um, representatives from the Illinois Lottery presented him with one of those big oversized checks Mm -hmm. and here's a picture of him holding the check okay and that's his wife and his daughter he's so cute he looks so happy he's so adorable oh my gosh i know he was excited that he won obviously Mm -hmm. but he was like more excited to like grow his dry cleaning business and you know like he's trying to retire yeah so um so, you know, you can't actually take that big old check to the bank, right? Like, you actually have to go and pick up a real check. Yes. So, um, just days before he was to collect his winnings on July 20th, Uruj died unexpectedly of a heart attack. <gasps> Shut up. No, I'm serious. Oh, my God. Yeah. His wife, Shabana, said that they ate dinner, and then later that night, she heard him crying out in pain. Mm-hmm. So, they ended up at the hospital where, unfortunately, he passed away. This so, is us. Right. <laughs> like, what are the odds, This right? is, uh-huh. I mean, so sad for him, but come on. The Cook County Medical Examiner's Office ruled that he died of natural causes because there were no signs of trauma found on his body, 
and the preliminary blood test really raised no questions. Mm -hmm. So there was actually no autopsy performed on him. Uh -uh. Um, But a forensic pathologist took a sample of his blood, which I guess that's standard practice for any death. And then during this preliminary blood test, they checked it for carbon monoxide, opiates, and alcohol. But all of those came back negative. Mm -hmm. So with no sign of foul play, it was determined that the cause of death was hardening of the arteries which is like a natural way to go um but something about it just didn't sit right with a rouge older brother Mm mtias um i think his name i think that's how you pronounce it mtias or mtias um but he was grieving his brother and just couldn't wrap his head around like how something like this could happen especially after winning the lottery right absolutely um so he even went to the hospital like after he got the phone call he got to the hospital it was obviously too late and he remembers saying like no like that's not right my brother didn't die of a heart attack Mm -hmm. somebody killed him Mm -hmm. like this is just isn't right um it was just super suspicious given the circumstances but he did say that Arouge winning the lottery had caused tension within the extended family. So after time passed and this like feeling didn't go away, he like kept pressing, like days went by and he kept pressing. And it's good that he decided to speak up because the medical examiner's office finally like caved in and they decided to take a closer look at, at the blood. So um, he was able to persuade them to take a closer look and then they put the blood work through more comprehensive toxicological testing Mm -hmm. and they checked it for a number of potentially harmful substances including amphetamines uh pcp and barbiturates 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 yeah so his efforts were not in vain because the test uncovered lethal levels of cyanide i was girl I'm over here like, it's cyanide, it's cyanide. Really? Yes. You guessed it? Yeah. I've watched too many murder things. Yeah, so someone had poisoned Rouge with a <gasps> lethal dosage of cyanide. Oh, my so God. So it is at this point in time that the Chicago police launched a homicide investigation. Mm-hmm. But now it's, like, late 2012. Okay. Um, and and what year did he, he die? He died 2012, oh, but okay, in the okay. summer. Okay. Yeah. So it didn't take a whole lot of time, but I mean, still, like you're mourning him, you think that he died of a natural cause, and then this comes up. So the detectives interviewed the wife, Shabana, and they interviewed her for like more than four hours, and she answered all of their questions, and then authorities uh, used a search warrant to check out her house, and they were really looking for like any signs that cyanide had been there. Um so in her house, it's the house that she shared with her husband, Rouge, um, and the daughter, Jasmine. Mm-hmm. And she was just Rouge's daughter, not her daughter. Okay. But um, she lived there. And then Shivana's father, Farida Mansari, lived there too. So that was her, the wife's dad. Okay. Um, so Shivana said during her interrogation, she was questioned about what ingredients she used in preparing what turned out to be her husband's last meal. Mm -hmm. Um, It had been a traditional Indian lamb curry dinner, and both Shabana and her father denied any involvement in Aruja's death and said that he was a really nice person, that no one would dare to kill him. So they were like, we know nothing about it. Like, we don't know why you would think that he was poisoned. Like, 
like he had a heart attack pretty much. Mm -hmm. So they also said that it couldn't have been the dinner because everyone in the home ate the same thing. Like the daughter, the the okay, the wife, I could okay. the father-in-law. So I mean, I'm here for the story. I'm just like right? trying to figure it out. I'm here for it. <laughs> You're like maybe she put yeah. it on the side, you know? <laughs> yeah. So during the search of her home, no evidence of cyanide was found and there really wasn't anything they could pin against any of them. So they had fully cooperated and that's all. Like, that's all they could do. So six months after he passed, um, the Cook County State's Attorney Office filed for a petition to the court to exhume Rouge's body so that experts may perform further tests. Um, it was approved, and in January of 2013, his body was exhumed from Rose Hill Cemetery to perform an autopsy. Unfortunately, it could not be determined how lethal levels of cyanide entered his body because of the body's advanced decomposition. And he was Muslim. So they followed Muslim tradition and did not embalm him. So that oh, okay. made his body decompose faster. So there really wasn't any, like, there was no way to know how the cyanide got there. Got there. Or, yeah. yeah. And when they tried getting, um, so they tried looking to see what was in his stomach mm -hmm. to see if maybe, like, the dinner or, like, the cyanide would be there. Um they were only able to found, find residue, which left them uncertain of what he had really eaten last. So, like, huh. as far as she knew, that's the last thing he ate. Right. But it's just the body was just, like, too far gone to be able to really know. So the autopsy did show that one of his coronary arteries was 75% blocked. So his death could have still been from natural causes, but the levels of cyanide could not be ignored because... Mm -hmm that was still coming up in the blood work. So even if coronary artery disease was a contributing factor to his death, the cyanide is what ultimately killed him, according to them. So there was no evidence that it could have been a suicide and no evidence that it could have been ingested accidentally. So it was a mystery. And I'm sorry to say this, but it is still a mystery. Shut this up. Day. Oh, I, I hate know. you. <laughs> I hate stories with no resolution, but... So many are, though. Yeah. It's the, just, yeah. Yeah. The investigation remains at a standstill because no one who might have information about his death has been forthcoming with detectives. Yeah. Uh, Mtiaz is still calling them up and asking for them to solve this um, to get justice for his little brother. But with no witnesses and no new evidence, there's really not much that can be done. So you're probably asking yourself, like, what happened to the money? Right? Yes. <laughs> well, Rouge's death was so sudden that he did not leave a will. Um, those who survived him actually battled over his assets in Cook County Probate Court before they reached a settlement. Um, it was pretty much like the Khan family, like his daughter yeah. and his brothers and sisters versus like his the wife, wife and father-in-law, the Ansari family. Um, they did finally reach a settlement, though, and his daughter, Jasmine Khan, received a third of the winnings, which was $140,000. Okay. And then she was also awarded some condos said to be valued at a combined $250,000. Okay. So, like, his assets were more than his winnings, yeah. you know? So, um, Jasmine actually ended up moving in with her aunt, Mirage Khan, and then... Um, the widow, Shabana, I'm sorry, she received two-thirds of the winnings, uh, $280,000, and then the entirety of their dry cleaning business, mm -hmm. which was actually valued at a little more than a million dollars itself. Up. Yeah. I mean, 
that man worked hard like they had built a really successful business so i feel like that was the real jackpot like to be honest the Mm -hmm. the business so anyway um it's sad that there's still this mystery hanging over the family but i mean was it an accident you know like i don't know who's to blame the wife like (laughs) so though i mean what would be her motive though like Uh, hello she got all that stuff yeah but there was no like nobody said they had like a bad marriage or anything like that like it was just it just seemed like here's the deal it might not be her i feel like for legal reasons i shouldn't be like it was her because that's like defamation right but like you know y'all make y'all's own opinions but i mean i'm just saying she's real pretty and like you saw him (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) i mean Listen. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think Vilma's the nice one. So I, y'all y'all know this by now. I, I think it's hard because it they did say that like when they were it's like pointing the finger to each other. Like mm-hmm. say that the test what if the test was wrong? Or what if the levels of cyanide came back and it wasn't like it was a mistake or it was like a false positive or something like that. I feel you like know? they probably did several tests though. I doubt they just did like one. I don't know. This is coming from test. the medical examiner's office that didn't perform an autopsy to begin with. So. But you don't know if there's not suspicious circumstances, then you don't get your the family can choose an autopsy or not. I don't know because well, like when, yeah, like why wouldn't when they I do had it, to though? deal with all of that, they yeah. asked like, do y'all want an autopsy or mm-hmm. no? And I mean, we knew what it was, right. so we said no. But I mean, like, had it been suspicious, it would have one hundred percent been yes, absolutely, yeah. So I because they're like- expensive and they're at the if it's not if there's not a case open, mm-hmm. then you have to pay to for pay the for autopsy. It. That makes sense. Yes, it makes sense why they wouldn't perform one. Yes, so. Mm. yeah i don't know but it, it's sad because like the families were like side-eyeing each other pretty much the whole time like they thought the ansaris did it and they yeah. thought the well, other family did and it it could so. have been the daughter it could have been the wife it oh, could have been the no. dad I, I hope that it really was just his time to go you know but this is true crime and it's just Real fishy. Well, you're rainbows and butterflies, and I'm like, just everybody's fucking guilty. Well, everyone did it. They all <laughs> came to agreement. I just hate that, like, if it was like driven because of money, like money driven, like that sucks. Because Listen, you know my situation that I'm going through, and I yeah. have seen greed over the smallest amounts of money, which is sad. It is, yeah, and it's like it's literally it crushes your fucking soul. Yeah, like it has made me have such a negative view on humans, mm-hmm. which I already had. I didn't right. need extra help yeah. on being a pessimist. I understand this. It's why I'm in therapy. It's okay, <laughs> but it's like, come on. So and okay, so did you ever watch Ozark? No. Okay, so I know who's in it, but I don't I haven't watched it. Okay, well, one the there's the scene where this guy dies of mm-hmm. poisoning, and it's because they got um, cyanide from cherry seeds, like like cherry pits. Mm-hmm. But then I saw like this kind of TikTok MythBusters person, mm-hmm. and they tested the levels of cyanide that's in cherry pits. And while yes, most cherry pits have cyanide, it is like trace amounts, and you would have to crush like. A hundred or something to even yeah. get any kind of reaction. Oh, wow. But of course, they made it seem like, oh, just crushed cherry pits. Right. And there's a certain way you have to like press them and then For like to release them. Yeah. So mm, don't Google that. Don't Google how to make sign out of cherry pits. Because, yeah, don't do that. Because then if something does happen and the police get a hold of your um, 
search histories <laughs> internet <laughs> histories that always looks bad we always talk about that i think i told our you the search, last time of you yeah our search histories are not great but that's because we're researching true crime stories oh people Perfect are gonna think cover up. yeah people are gonna think i'm a serial serial killer yeah so it was i didn't write it down and i should have okay. um but it's in the sources it'll be in the sources i have my sources this time but um the dad Farida Mansari, he the dad of the wife Mm -hmm. he had like the irs or someone coming after the house that they lived in so he was having some money issues at some point so Uh, that also i was like oh mm -hmm. but i mean a lot of people have whatever issues i feel like it takes a lot to get in trouble with the irs like, yeah, just do what so. you're supposed to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Use TurboTax. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I use. Yeah. <laughs> but he he died. We're, we're he passed sponsored. away. <laughs> the, the father-in-law passed away. And he's actually buried in the same cemetery where Arouge is. Their so. ghosts are just fighting each other constantly. Because <laughs> <laughs> they know. know the truth. If there is an afterlife, I wonder, like, if the person that did something to you ends up, if you see them, like, in the afterlife, I wonder if that's a thing. Like... She can just beat the shit out of their ghost. Or if you just forget all the negative, like like a heaven, maybe, you know? That would be cool. I mean, I feel, yeah, I do feel like if you do go to heaven, but I feel like a lot of people who die in a really, like, traumatic way or are murdered, I feel like a lot of the time they don't pass on to, like, wherever. I feel like they don't stuck. have closure, yeah. Oh, that's sad. I also don't believe in ghosts, so I don't know why the fuck I'm talking on my you ass right now. Do <laughs> I sort of that door is open over there <laughs> i'm half is it i have not touched that today oh yes i have oh that's so creepy it's okay i'm not scared there could be an eyeball just staring at you right now i'm not scared don't even try I'm to scare scared. me I'm oh fine. and it's in the video too <laughs> we're gonna see like Creak. oh i okay. would leave you Stop. so fucking fast you would just jump out the window you wouldn't even come this way <laughs> i wasn't scared no i'm not scared it's daytime outside usually when we're recording it's night time and so if we talk about something creepy i get scared but right now it's daytime it's a solid evening it's 8 23 but it's it's light out (laughs) and this is why i have a hard time putting my kids to bed because (laughs) they're like it's daytime (laughs) it's called blackout curtains (laughs) i barely have curtains over my blinds no that's not gonna work oh Um, man well that that was the story i don't know he was totally murdered I don't know if it was an accident or it what, was not. but it was just really unfortunate, you know. It is sad. Any death is unfortunate, so I'm just sad. We'll post that, that picture that Vilma showed me because he looks so cute. He just looks like, I know when I give, like, when my kids get, like, certificates in school and stuff, like, they're just so proud, like, that's what yeah, he looks like. I know. I just wish he could have seen his, like, business keep, you know, but, I mean, if his arteries, you know, were clogged and stuff maybe it was his time i'm not sure i don't know how that works i think doesn't cyanide like harden your arteries and stuff i don't know i am not a scientist. i'm gonna google that <laughs> i'm gonna google and how and how cyanide kills people and then just i'm gonna hope no one close to me dies of cyanide poisoning oh, and i did read somewhere that like if you because i think when you're on death row injections of cyanide was one way that they could like kill you Mm -hmm. and that it's very painful so if he was crying out in pain Mm -hmm. when he was taken to the hospital maybe he was well that's what that cult the 
Jim Jones or, you know, that big cult. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. The mm. Don't drink the Kool-Aid co- mm-hmm. cold. Like the most popular one in history I, that I can't freaking think about right now. I There's probably going to be people screaming at us. But, it is. <laughs> um, but they all drank Kool-Aid with cyanide and then like shoved cyanide like through mm-hmm. syringes and stuff. That's how they all died. But he, uh-huh. Jim Jones, I swear to God I'm saying his name wrong. I don't know. I probably am. I'm really bad about names if I don't have it right now. Um, the leader of the cult uh-huh. like shot himself because he knew cyanide poisoning was super painful. Oh. And the picture, there's pictures because it was like hundreds and hundreds of people in a Jonestown and which was like their little cult and wherever and they uh jim jones from jonestown <laughs> this sounds made up he's a cult leader and made listen <laughs> listen i'm googling this right now as i'm telling you the story um all i can think about when you're saying that is um what was that what was that rapper who had a song I don't know. Something Jones. <laughs> Jim Jones. Mike Jones. Mike Jones. <laughs> and then the phone number. <laughs> but I can't remember uh, it Yeah, now. the Jonestown Massacre. Massacre. Uh-huh. Bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I'm just saying Jim Jones from Jonestown sounds like. Because he made his name. The cult leader was named Jim Jones. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was. They went to Jonestown, which was in like. I don't even know. I have it looked up, but I'm not even going to keep reading it. But anyway, so yeah. they said that the people who died, like, uh-huh. you can find pictures and they're like, look like they're screaming in pain, oh. like in their death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad. So that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's my, yeah, that's not my mini. That's just a side no, note. No, but that should have been one. We should, you should tell me about that. That's very interesting. Put a pin in it. We will circle back. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like everyone knows that. I try to stay away from like the mainstream stuff, but then like you don't know about half of the stuff right. that I talk about. Yeah. So I'm like, well, if you don't know, then I feel no, like a lot of other but people also, don't. Also, like goldfish memory. Like I feel like that I forget things. Or halfway through a story, I'll be like, oh yeah, I did remember reading about this. But I don't know. A lot of people probably haven't heard of it. So, I mean, there's like, it's on every cult, anything it, that you could possibly find on any. Well, maybe streaming some people network. only listen to us because we are cool. <laughs> <laughs> we are awesome. And we we did loved. get a shout out from that one podcast. Oh yes. What yes. was the podcast name? Las Chicas del Crime. Yes, they're cool. They're like a Texas based. No, Florida. They're a Florida based. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I knew that. <laughs> Uh, I think they do friends that do yeah they do a lot of stuff from Texas like when I see on there we Uh follow them on Instagram so I get on and I guess that's why I feel like they're Texas based yeah um yeah they cover a lot of cool cases and they do like a really good job of researching and stuff so Mm -hmm. if you want to listen to them do so yeah (laughs) they're a great group yes um okay so what's your mini my mini Mini I, I just see it from Austin here. Powers. Mini <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I sounded nothing like that guy. Okay, so my mini, it is a urban legend from Ecuador. Oh. And it is called the Chuzalongo. I didn't Google how to pronounce the name. <laughs> so it could be Chuzalongo, Chuzalongo. There's so Probably many. Probably Longo. Is it, is, Chusa, I'm guessing that's Longo. Right? Let Chus, me see the name Chusa of it. Chusa Longo. Chusa Longo. Chusa Longo. Mm. I mean, like, it sounds right to me. Yeah, Chusa but, Longo. Okay, so these 
awful little things. This is really bad. This is kind of a trigger warning. Like, it talks about, like, sexual assault a little bit. What? Yes, girl. It makes me like, no, I'm never going to go alone to Ecuador. Um, Okay, so they are thought to be the offspring of incestuous relationships between, like, like parents and children or sibling to sibling. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, They're small, blonde hair, blue-eyed, elf-like creatures that live in forests. I can't speak. That's my speech impediment coming out. Um, And they have a crazy sexual appetite. And they feed this appetite by seducing or raping women who they then murder. Oh, my gosh. Like, Yeah. It got dark real quick, y'all. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, nymphos. Scary nymphos. Yeah, like evil. Evil. I mean, nymphos, they're just like addicted to sex. That's not awful. Right. But like, don't. Don't kill them. Don't go rape people. Make sure it's consensual. Consensual. So, yeah. And they live in the woods. And they live in the woods. And they're like naked. Um, And it says that they will also sometimes trick women into picking them up. And when the woman picks them up, they then slice their belly and like to kill them and just let them bleed out. Wait, so they look like little They're basically like little demon elf children. Weird. Oh, it gets weirder. That's just weird. It gets so much weirder. Okay, so they are also known for having inverted feet, like backwards feet, which throws off people who are hunting them. But in my head, I'm like, well, if that's a known fact, then when they just go in like the opposite direction of the feet, which the way the feet are pointing. <laughs> I mean, like, come on, common sense right. here. Um, but whatever. And so <laughs> while the wim- while women are the main victims of this awful creature um they've been known to challenge men to a fight to like prove its strength wow um which is kind of dumb because apparently these things are known to be like freakishly strong so like i don't know why anybody would want to fight them right um but if a man does not want to fight it then the man must remove a part of his clothing and throw it at the creature. <laughs> so my first thought is the house elves in Harry yes! Potter. <laughs> like you're freeing them. <laughs> yes. So, but I mean, I don't I don't think this is that because I don't think those house elves were big on like sexual assault. No. So, yeah. This is something different. <laughs> this is something very evil and very different. Okay, so some versions of this story say that these creatures also like feast on the blood of their victims. Um, but I mean, I don't know. But besides looking like, I don't know, weird little fucking white kids, mm-hmm. um, which like that would terrify me alone. But yeah, just, you know. and they're naked. They're naked. There's just something it's, wrong from listen, beginning to end. It is said that this creature has a huge penis that they have to like carry over no. their shoulder. Um. And it says that it's either a penis or or like an umbilical cord piece, but I prefer the huge the penis, penis story. Penis story, yeah. And it says, and I'm just thinking like, do your ears, do your ears hang low? <laughs> do you want Can you tie them in a nut? Can you tie them in a pup? Does your dick hang low? Oh my god! If you can throw it over your shoulder, that's not good. <laughs> I mean, I feel like. I just, oh, I have so many questions. Yes. So I don't really understand. I, I think that this story kind of originated because um, in Ecuadorian culture, did mm-hmm. I say that correctly? Uh, like incest, I guess, was like, 
a problem a problem <laughs> and it was thought to be like extremely evil which i feel like that's in any yeah that's not anything good. it's not bad yeah, yeah i mean i know that there are some cultures that recognize that i'm you know i'm i'm gonna be judgy because i'm an american <laughs> but i mean like but i don't i don't see how that could be right like that just yeah be, i mean if there's problems with inbred people children right children right. so then yeah you would so, assume that everyone yes. would notice that and not want to do that. Right. Well, and so a lot of people who, a lot of the sources that I was reading, most of them were in Spanish, first of all. So I had to find <laughs> ones in English because obviously Just I Google can't speak Translate. Spanish. That, listen, that will be it like, works. it picked up a cucumber <laughs> and threw it at him. And it's like nothing like. <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah. Google Translate sucks. I know because I got a lot of failed grades using Google <laughs> Translate in high school. Um, but it says that it's like it embodies incestuous relationships. And so mm-hmm. like parents would tell their kids about this to try to make sure that they don't have like incestuous relationships. Okay. And I'm just like, I don't feel, I don't personally feel like my parents ever had to explain what an incestuous relationship was. I mean, the media did that for me, right. but I would also just knew don't do don't that. Don't do that. Yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. So yep. I'm a little confused about the origin of the Chuzalongo. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, so. Very interesting. Yeah, and it only Very goes after weird. women who are by themselves, like alone walking down a road or something. Mm-hmm. So just, you know. Get a walking buddy. Get a walking buddy. Buddy yep. system always works. Yep. So you don't have to try to fight these little weird white creature Naked. things. With big ding-dongs. <laughs> That's just weird. It's a weird... I'll post a picture. So the pictures, first of all, some of them are, like, very... Graphic? Graphic. And so we will not be posting one of the graphic ones because... I can just do, like, a little blur thing. I just don't know if I want them. Maybe I don't want to see them. Oh, I mean, you're going to see them. I'm going to send you pictures <laughs> and just be like, look at this Unsolicited weird. elf yeah. dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Ollie, your son's gonna see him and be like, "Mommy, what's this?" Tia Mary is sending you a message, and it's gonna be—it's a sword. <laughs> Why does my son? He does not sound like that. Okay, I can't breathe. Half the time, you don't even know what he's saying. <laughs> that poor kid. No anyway. shit. The other when I was with y'all the other day, and he was like really telling me something. Yeah. You were literally having to translate, translate the whole conversation, yeah. and you just told me. I was like, "Whoa, yeah. cool!" And I look yeah. at you, and you're like, "So he said this?" And yeah. I was like, "No fucking clue." Yeah, yeah, I, I understand his language. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. All right. Well, good that's story. My story. Yeah, yeah, I thought it creepy. was cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not like the sexual assault part. That is never. Okay. Never cool. I almost didn't add that in there, but I felt like it was like the main that's part the of story. that thing. Yeah, yeah. that's. I mean, so. it's an urban legend. They're it not. Is. They're not always rainbows and butterflies. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, like, subscribe, say hi, say hi, send us an email. We have never or a review. Oh yeah, give yeah. us a review. We've never got a listener email <laughs> to wicked cruel podcast at gmail.com. That. Uh, email account only gets spam <laughs> no shit it doesn't get anything it actually. gets spam it gets blue it, it gets crickets crickets. it gets yeah it's a blue blueberry blurberry i don't know what i signed up for before anchor oh i don't I know don't what know. it is that's what it is though and i'm just like i get so excited and i'm like oh <laughs> never mind so send us that or hit us up on instagram at yeah wicked cruel podcast yes it is we are back 
We are here. We're here. We're late. We're staying. But we are here. <laughs> you know what? We're doing our best. Yeah. <laughs> that's all people can expect from us. I feel like that's my motto sometimes. Like, I'm just doing my best, you know? Oh, sometimes God. it's better than others, but I'm doing my best. Fake it till you make it is literally <laughs> my motto. Like, I am what I want to get that tattooed on me. <laughs> I'm not actually going to do that. Do it. <laughs> I already got like other bunch of random tattoos. You should just do. You should do a neck tattoo that says Girl, fake it till you make it, but it's a fake tattoo. I want a neck <laughs> tattoo so freaking bad, but I feel like out of all my tattoos with me being a teacher, you they'd cannot, be like, they would not hire you. Yeah. I'd have like to if you get, moved jobs. I'm just going to get a turtleneck. My interview is going to be in like July in Texas and I'm going to have a turtleneck on. Yeah. No, I can't no. do that. I won't get a neck tattoo. But I think they're so cool. And if you have a neck tattoo, I'm so jealous. Um, <laughs> and I'm over here debating for like a whole year if I can get a nose piercing. nose ring. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I just literally got the most random tattoos just because I felt like it. <laughs> and I got an Maybe ankle. I have commitment issues. I don't know. I just I, don't want it to, I don't want it to hurt. I don't want, to, I don't want to cry. I didn't get my first tattoo until I was 28. 28 was my first tattoo. I had a lot of like piercings, like yeah. a lot of weird piercings. But now I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven yeah. tattoos. Yeah. You're They're collecting. all random. I love them. As long as it makes you happy, that's what matters. Everyone's going to have something to say about something. So just do what well, makes you happy. And this, yeah, absolutely. In this day and age, like nobody cares anymore. Oh, yeah, for nobody sure. Nobody cares. That's why you need to get your nose pierced. Okay, I have my I just nose told you, pierced. I'm a big baby, and it's gonna hurt. Oh my god, it doesn't even hurt that bad. And then bad. it's gonna get infected, and no, everybody's gonna not. be like, "I told you so." <laughs> Who's everybody? I don't know you. I'm no, I'm telling you to do it. You know me. My I'm husband. like, fuck it, girl. You know what? That old man. He's like the youngest of everybody. Yeah. But <laughs> all right. Well, this has been fun. Yes, it has been. Thanks and for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.